Thank you for celebrating 20 years with the Indian School of Business. To fondly remember this milestone, we bring to you ISB is 20, a collection of 20 stories told through conversations with the founders, deans, professors, staff, students, and alumni. We attempt to celebrate the impact that ISB has had on management education and research. Starting our journey in 2001, with a graduating class of 128 students, ISB has grown today into a recognized world-class institution. This series helps us pause and reflect on what brought us where we are today and the path that lies ahead. In this episode, Umang Kumar from the PGP class of 2006 speaks about his role as co-founder and president of Car Dekho, a major car search platform. Umang recounts his journey and ISB's role in it. I was amongst the three youngest people on campus when I came in here. I was all of 23 when I landed up in ISB. What stood out for me was, uh, back then, was the faculty. I think the fact that I would learn from some of the best professors globally, and uh, that was unmatched anywhere, I think that was a huge draw for me in terms of then firming up my decision to say, uh, here's the place that I'll come to. Uh, what also helped was it was a one-year MBA, so I always felt that, you know, uh, I could do something else if I uh, wanted to. But once I came here, I think there was no uh, turning back. The very transformative uh, for me personally, because being so young, I think coming into a place where most of the uh, students were much older, very transformative for me. It, for me, it was not just learning from, uh, from faculty or learning from... I was also learning a lot from other students. And let's just not say about literal no, no, uh, knowledge or business school knowledge which you would learn in books. But I think just generally about uh, uh, team building, about how to handle situations. I think how different uh, people think and, and folks with a lot more experience, they come at things with a very different perspective. I think I learned a lot from those perspectives beyond just what you know, any other person would. Uh, it just gives you that you know, platform to, to experiment further and try new things in life. So I, I, I felt I wanted to do entrepreneurship. I think the seed got germinated a little bit more in, in ISB and then out of ISB, I actually uh, started the course that I then ended up taking. You know, any entrepreneurial journey that you do, you know, while what gets covered in the news or what otherwise people talk about is uh, the success, but there's a lot of failure that also happens. Uh, in fact, my own philosophy on entrepreneurship is, it's a lot about minimizing failure. How do I reduce the probability of failure? Because inherently I've taken a lot of risk uh, the minute I've decided to become an entrepreneur or the minute I've decided to incubate a new business. And then for me, a lot of it is, how do you deal with failures that are inevitable in the journey that you have taken? Increase your probability of success at all points of uh, time. So immediately after ISB, I actually went and joined Anand Bazar Patrika. And I think the main draw for me to join ABP was Pramath. So Dr. Dr. Pramath Rajsina, first dean of ISB, I think someone a lot of us look up to, I still do to this day. And uh, uh, it was a huge draw for me to let me go and uh, join Pramath, work for Pramath. And uh, Pramath very quickly moved on from, from ABP in under a year and he started his own organization called 9.9 .9 Media. And I think that was also the seed for when my entrepreneurial journey started because I joined him there in, uh, in Delhi. So I moved from Calcutta to Delhi, I was working with him over there. But while I was doing a short stint with him for about eight or nine months, I had already started to work on 
Gadi.com, which sort of became Kardeko.com as the journey progressed, that seed had started. So there was actually a very close friend of mine from ISB, Vivek, and uh, Vivek had just gotten off a success straight out of ISB. He started a company called DCMartini.com, and he had just sold it to uh, Hindustan Times and uh, initial success uh, with the internet. And he was very keen to do stuff. So Vivek and I kept talking about uh, doing something together as when I landed up in Delhi. And uh, Vivek was very, uh, back then, sort of inspired with the fact that, you know, if you have the right domain name, you'll do well. And uh, he and I, uh, I was working with Pramath in, uh, you know, ABP back then. And it was very clear to me that classifieds was going from print to digital. I told him that the largest categories in print are auto and education. Those are the two sectors that we should sort of pursue and do together. And that was the genesis of us doing Gadi.com. And later we did studytimes.com that became studynation.com, uh, which were the two sort of main startups that we ended up doing under Accent. We roped in another batchmate called uh, Bharni, who also came on board. In fact, Bharni joined technically before I did. Uh, so three of us, Ankur then came in for a short time and then moved on. And uh, later, Bharni also moved on to do his own company. And it was largely just Vivek and I who drove both Gadi.com and StudyNation.com and, and grew it significantly. At Gadi, what happened is I started to realize that uh, we were falling a little bit behind in the traffic race. Kardeko was doing very well in terms of traffic, so was Karwale. We were monetizing fairly well. I think I had some strengths in terms of uh, monetization. So I actually moved Gadi down the path of monetizing used cars well before, say, a Kardec Hode. And my focus increasingly went to building a you know, cloud services platform around Gadi, starting to focus a lot more on used. And that was one of the big attractions for Kardeco. So Amit and I used to actively compete with each other. We used to have uh, sort of long conversations about things. And I think there was huge amounts of mutual respect. So he actually pushed quite hard to say, come on board, what you're building in Gadi, come and build it with me. And I said, you know, you guys buy out the company and then the whole thing will, will happen. And that's exactly what happened. We, uh, Kardeko bought uh, Gadi.com from, uh, from Naspers. I got a fair chunk of Kardeko as uh, part of that deal. And that's when we immediately went to fundraise. Right? That's when we sort of went for our first large fundraise. Very small company. We were doing barely five, six million dollars in revenue, going to do. Right? And uh, we went talking to investors. And I think there was, at back then, there was sort of a perfect storm. Suddenly they saw uh, the best team in the country. I mean, it's very strong in product tech. I was very strong in business, sales, etc. So they saw the two of us come asking for, uh, for capital. Uh, you know, very strong team, uh, clear traffic leadership, genesis of some things to be built in, in used. I think this combination of factors led to us getting, in fact, overly valued. We, we raised uh, back in 2000, November 2014. And just, it was our third conversation for capital and uh, we got this huge uh, $55 million round where we raised $55 million at a $250 million pre and that was very quickly followed up before that year ended, before 2015 ended, Google approached us and uh, they offered to put in e even more money, you know, and back then we were like kings of the hill, we thought, hey, we don't need as much. We actually took a little bit less money from them at an even higher valuation. Post which we actually went through a very different phase where, you know, we started to build up a lot of businesses, I think, made mistakes, but we also built something of tangible value. And we went through a phase where we were probably a little overvalued. 
maybe worth a little bit more than what the company was worth. But very quickly we grew into that valuation. And then we raised another close to 160 million across sort of two different rounds in uh, late 2018, early 2019, you know, is when we raised another $160 million. And uh, oh, then the journey just gets easier and easier. Since then, I also started to focus on building out our international business, uh, which is now our second largest business. And uh, last year, we've just completed another $200 million fundraise roughly. So yeah, I think things are now looking up. The journey gets easier also with time, but the challenges are also different. I think the, the scale of problems we need to solve, the uh, etc., also has gone up uh, with time. You know, it's very different. The kind of Founder Connect you have and how you build is very different when you're running a 20, 300,000 and a 5, 6,000 people organization. I think there's a lot of change in terms of how maybe I would appreciate a lot less some of the things we learned in ISB on organizational behavior or culture or some of those when we were running a 500,000 people company. You know, at our current scale, I realize those things are very important. All those management books and stuff you read, I think they become very relevant once a company reaches tremendous scale. And, and today I value those classes, those courses, maybe a lot more. It's unending, right? I mean, we'll continue to build. Just because we've, we have become a unicorn doesn't mean anything. I think it's a milestone marker. You'll, we'll continue to build, right? And uh, become larger and larger uh, as we go. Continue to solve out more problems. Uh, you know, we've entered uh, new countries. Uh, we are starting new lines of business. So, you know, our vision will be to continue to solve problems. And, uh, you know, it's very simple. We want to improve uh, personal mobility for anyone in India, right? And increasingly that same vision will translate globally that uh, how do we solve the whole problem of personal mobility for people. My aspiration is now sort of moving on beyond just, you know, what we can achieve in Kardeko to saying what more beyond, uh, right? I've started to spend a lot more time investing into, uh, into startups, mentoring uh, other startups, and I enjoy that immensely. Uh, we very recently set up uh, uh, Atrium Angels. Uh, three of us got together. That's an ISB alum-focused uh, micro-VC, and uh, we only invest into ventures uh, uh, started by ISB alums. I think I derive a lot more pleasure out of that. To see, uh, you know, maybe some of the learnings that I've had and some of the success uh, that we've achieved, uh, is some of, are some of those skills transferable? Can we help others achieve similar success you know, in their ventures? Because of not just capital that we bring in, but also knowledge, networks, etc. I think over the last few years, I'm, I've, I've achieved the sense of peace and calm in terms of the fact that yes, a lot of what we, uh, what we have achieved is there. There's still a long way to go. I think that journey sort of never ends. You keep doing more, wanting to do more, but it's also become a little simpler. And I don't think you are sort of, uh, once you achieve some success, right, then you're not always castigating yourself or saying that, oh, you did this wrong or that wrong or feeling that you realize that it's a journey. There will be mistakes, but you will ultimately get to your goal, provided you stay uh, true to what you want to do.